In the studio is Jay Rath. He is a senior contributor over at Isthmus, and he wrote the cover story this week. It's called Looking for E.T. UW alum has led the search for life on other planets. So, Jay, uh, encourage everyone to pick up a copy of this week's Isthmus because you got a lot in there. Um, but tell me about this, uh, uh, about the planet hunter, uh, as NASA calls him. His name is William Boruki. Uh, he was born in Chicago but grew up in Delavan, Wisconsin, and spent a lot of time in Lake Geneva. Played with model rockets a lot when he was a kid uh, with his brother. He got older. He went to the University of Wisconsin, uh, went through school here, uh, had a great time, loved to swim. He's got some funny stories about being a member of Hoofers in the 60s, late 50s, early 60s. Got his master's in physics and joined NASA's Ames Research Center in California and worked there for 53 years, retiring just this July 4th. Obviously, in 50 years, you do uh, a lot of stuff for for NASA, but um, the the Kepler telescope, right, is kind of his baby, and that has been in the news lately. Yes, the Kepler telescope, as most people probably know, orbits the sun. It doesn't orbit the Earth the way the Hubble telescope does, and it looks into deep, deep, deep space. And it was, its mission was designed by this gentleman, William Baruki, from the University of Wisconsin. And uh, the telescope itself uh, was designed in large part by him. He fought for the mission for years and was turned down many times. He came out of the Apollo program. He worked on heat shields with the Apollo program, but wanted to search for planets and knew that manned missions were expensive. So to search for specifically Earth-like planets. He wanted to put this huge telescope out in space, and he finally did, and it cost $600 million, which is a lot of money, but compared to putting a man in space, it's obviously much, much less. So it's sort of a bargain program. It went up in uh, 2009. It was supposed to last three and a half years, and it's still out there on standby service. So we certainly got our money's worth. But it was in the news, uh, big news, just last week because supposedly it had discovered a structure around a very distant star, a structure made by perhaps aliens. We can't call it man-made. But this news— But a structure, not necessarily a planet. It's much too big to be a planet. The star is called KIC 8462852. Just rolls right off your it tongue. Certainly does. That's what uh, a NASA press person told me. <laughs> um, the way they look for planets is they look for what they call occulting or transiting, or in your and my speech, an eclipse. So when a star dims, they're able to measure how much it dims and then determine how big a an object must be passing in front of it, if it's a planet or, or so on, and how far away, and all sorts of measurements. This one blocked uh, about 80% of the light from the star. It, so this isn't a star out there. This is a planet well, it's, or we, something, a structure. Something, something pla- passed by this star. To put that in a way we can understand, Jupiter is the largest planet in our solar system. If we shove that in front of the sun, between us and the sun, it would dim the sun only by 1%. So whatever out, is out there is huge. Because it's blocking 80% yes. of this star. Yes. Getting back to, and Baruki is his name, William Baruki? Yes. Um, so 
amazing that he grew up in Wisconsin and and Lake Geneva and Delavan, where our governor is from, and is really, I mean, is he responsible for the $600 million Kepler mission, like a big part of it? Yeah, he really is. And what's more, he's responsible for discovering thousands of planets. And that's, I'm not exaggerating, thousands of planets discovered by him and his team through this work. So what does he think this structure out there possibly sucking up energy from a distant star what what does he think what what are the theories that uh he likes uh he doesn't like the idea that it's alien at all he thinks there are some other uh better uh, explanations out there that explanations that may not be probable but are still uh, more realistic than an alien structure for example it could be the of the head of a comet, which is called a coma. He suggests that we might be looking dead on at a coma, which is masking much of this star's light. Or it could be a debris field. It could be a planetary system where the planets have yet to uh, coalesce out of the dust surrounding this star. We, we really don't know what it is. Um, it's exciting, and uh, he himself says it's a very intriguing finding. But uh, he, no, he doesn't think it's aliens yet. Well, one day we may know. But um, great article uh, talking all about William Baruki, who is a University of Wisconsin alum. He grew up in Wisconsin and uh, has, is a space pioneer. He's a hero. He really is. Jay Rath, contributor to Isthmus. He wrote the cover story, Looking for E.T. UW alum has led the search for life on other planets in this week's edition of Isthmus. So thank you for telling us all about it. Thank you. Thank you.